The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. And, of course, a happy holiday to each and every one of you out there listening to the Inbox Radio Show. This is, of course, the December 23rd edition of Inboxed Radio. And if you are just joining us for the first time, you can go to inboxedradio.com where you uh, can jump into the chat room there. And if you'd like to ask some questions of our industry experts, we'll answer those uh, questions for you in real time. And uh, a lot of different things that we're going to cover today. And it, as we kind of close in on the end of the year, uh, Brasco, I want to thank you so much for you and your team for being such a great addition and, and, and hosting our show and uh, hey, you've just done a wonderful job and I have to tell you really is enjoyable working with you. Thank you my friend. Well, same, the, uh, the, the pleasure is mine and on behalf of the rest of the, the, the rest of the family here we appreciate you having you guys on board. We really, ha- we really have. Well it is our goal among our entire staff here at Inboxed Radio uh, and deep inside the palatial uh, green room here in the studio at XY7 to, to do the best we can to bring the best content that we can to the show and make it entertaining and, and make sure that we keep everybody uh, up to date on, on, on trends and things that are happening in the industry. And uh, you know, we've got a great, great show planned here as we kind of round out just one more show of the year, which will be next Wednesday. But uh, we're going to be talking with a click father in this edition of Kevin's Corner. Kevin's going to talk about marketers and uh, the statement, can they back up their real claims? We're going to talk about uh, some of the new regulations that are in full swing and how marketers are adjusting to those, those claims. Kevin and I are going to talk about some real-time examples in this week's show. And of course, uh, as you had mentioned uh, in the beginning, uh, just prior to this show, Brasco, we got a new segment that's called What's Cooking? And I'm going to be talking about holiday cooking with the XY7 executive chef, Andrew Taylor. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Jack Stack Barbecue, and uh, that's, uh, that is essentially what uh, he basically whipped up today. And I'm telling you, uh, you look around and, and, and we all love barbecue, and, and every now and then there's one that stands out. And, and this barbecue really probably wouldn't have stood out as much as it did for us, except that it was a gift uh, from Ad Knowledge. And so we're going to be chatting with, with Mike Fitzgerald. He's the COO of Ad Knowledge. He's going to tell us what's cooking over in his neck of the woods. We talk a little bit of barbecue as well and uh, also talk about what, what things are coming up in terms of, uh, again, uh, email versus social. And uh, so we'll cover some of those controversies as well. And then uh, the uh, the Click Father and I are going to talk about uh, an event that's taking place here in Las Vegas that we're involved in that we're really excited to be uh, to be doing on uh, actually on Christmas Day and uh, then uh, a little kind of a little secret that's going to take place here at the affiliate um, at the affiliate summit here in Las Vegas that uh, is in January 17th through the 19th. Talk about a little special event for media buyers that the Click Father is putting together. And speaking, of course, of the Click Father, Kevin. Hey, great to have you on the show. How's your week been? Uh, Great to be here. It's been a great week. It's 
doing last minute Christmas shopping and uh, still dealing with affiliates. You know, I just uh, just been dealing with a bunch today, and they're they're all hey, sorry for bothering at the holidays. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is what we do. We live and breathe this. So uh, there is no real uh, time off. And you know, don't get me wrong, I'll be uh, celebrating Christmas with my family and uh, taking some time. But we're still always uh, a text message or a uh, an I am away to to support our affiliates. That you know, we know that uh, we're. We're nothing. X Y Seven is nothing without them. So you know, we want to thank all our affiliates and let everybody know that we're uh, we're here for you. Yeah, that 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 is uh, and it, that is great. The way that uh, that you kind of make new friends and and you really really take care of the affiliates. Uh, you know, personally one on one, you give people your cell phone number, you give them your IM. I mean, one of the most approachable CEOs that I that I've ever been around, and it does make a difference in in terms of. Uh, of the buzz in the industry and, and and click I have to tell you that's one thing you do is create buzz in the industry yes I do John and that's, uh, that's what makes it fun and we'll be making a lot more at the Affiliate Summit don't worry hey how are the holidays uh, starting out uh, for you and of course your new bride Rihanna and, and your family Every, everything's going well and uh, you know as, as you know John there's certain things we can't talk about in regards to uh Stuff that will be launching in January, but working you know, hard at work um, on new uh, new things with our media buying, and we'll be launching that at the affiliate summit. And uh, you know, as you mentioned, we have a uh, an event that uh, invitations will be going out very shortly to uh, to the few invited to this event uh, at the affiliate summit, either before or after, um, at a secret location. And uh, looking forward to a great 2010. 2009 ended with a or is ending with a bang, which is great. Um, anytime you can end anything with a bang is great. Um, and 2010, we're looking for uh, for an amazing year. Absolutely amazing. Well, and uh, uh, the, the newspaper reports, uh, and then of course the news that's that's you know all over. Last Saturday, which was supposed to be one of the biggest shopping days before Christmas, was really kind of a dud across the country. And, and a lot of the analysts, Kevin, are saying it's because of the weather; people couldn't get out. But uh, we saw quite a spike in. Um, you know, in in the e-commerce, particularly starting at Black Friday, and then of course, uh, you know, um, with, with Cyber with Monday, and then uh, but actually, this past Monday was the largest at eight hundred and eighty-eight million uh, dollars in online uh, commerce. Uh, that was the biggest single day, uh, very close to uh, Cyber Monday, and then uh, I think five hundred uh, five hundred forty million was um, Black. Uh, sorry, it was Black Friday. Um, so online shopping is definitely you know taking uh, st- still doing doing well. And you're right, I was out at the shopping mall last night, as a matter of fact. I went to go uh, buy my uh, my daughter a, uh, a MacBook, and uh, it was pretty dead. I mean, you know, Las Vegas fashion fashion show mall, which should have been packed. It was about 8.30 at night, and it was, uh, you know, it was like a, uh, a graveyard there. There was not many people walking around. Even the Mac store was uh, fairly empty, which is surprising. Well, you know, and a, lot, and a lot of kudos to the e-commerce and stuff, but, you know, the one main thing I think that is going to make this even more successful as the years to come, Kevin, go ahead and take a guess. So it's going to make it more successful as the years to come. Um, partnering with XY7. <laughs> Absolutely. Good answer. Now let's go on to the bonus round. No, it's the support that we've gotten from the private mail carriers. Now don't confuse that with the US Postal Service, which by the way is is almost officially bankrupt. But the but the private postal carriers are really making this happen. And without them, this all would 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 be a total flop. But you know, they're getting orders, they're taking orders as late as uh, 5 o'clock this afternoon and say that they will have those deliveries there by Christmas. That's pretty amazing. It is. It is. You're right. 
Yeah, absolutely right. And I've seen quite a bit of different, uh, quite a bit of different marketing, uh, smart marketing. You know, even the uh, UPS stores are doing a fifteen percent off promotion. So even though the last minute shipping may be, uh, you know, quite cost prohibitive, um, they're offering the fifteen percent to just lessen the burden a little bit. And there's you know a lot of different initiatives happening. Um, you know, it's a interesting time for our economy. So um, you know, and uh, I think it is coming back, but it's. Uh, it's going to be a while, especially in the retail sector, because most people are shopping online now. And uh, you know, from a marketing standpoint, you know, I know we're going to talk a little bit about uh, email and social. Um, you know, education and BizOp are going to be a big market now. They always are historically January, February. Um, you know, people want and, and weight loss. Yeah, you know, people want uh, to, to new them a New Year's resolution. Oh, I want to make more money, especially in today's times. Uh, I want to lose weight. Um, I want to further my education. So, I mean, those are three verticals that we look very heavily uh, into, and we've already actually been testing most of our education uh, budgets now for January just to get everything all ramped up and ready to go um, because we do have a you know, very strong hold in education, especially in the uh, social marketing field. Uh, you know, we feel we're one of, one of the key players right now in that field. Yeah, and, uh, and some of the news reports I've done and some of the news shows that I've been doing is they're actually uh, allocating additional monies now for retraining, uh, and this is retraining all across the board, uh, you know, in, in all of the sectors as well. So I think we're going to continue to see to see that uh, continue to grow. And and one of the things that's kind of a segue um, into we were talking about uh, private shippers. Uh, the other day we received a, a box uh, in the mail, and it happened to be a Christmas present from Ad Knowledge. And inside, we open it up, and you never kind of know what, uh, what, what type of creativity is going to be taking place out there um, in the world. And it just so happened that, uh, that the present that was provided to us from the folks at Ad Knowledge was a soiree of, of edible barbecue uh, from Jack Stack Barbecue. And, of course, on the show with us now, of course, is executive chef uh, Andrew Taylor. And, and Andrew, you uh, normally whip stuff up from scratch, but after looking at this package, um, you kind of kind of decided just to go ahead and, and let them do the cooking for you here, but you came up with a great, great barbecue for today, and, and uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and uh, John, you and uh, the Clickfather kind of hit on it, all the stuff that's being done online nowadays, and so you received this package, and I did a little bit of research online, and as I've told you before, I don't like anyone else stirring my beans, but I have yes, to tell I you, we broke that. into this... <laughs> We broke into this and uh, and opened it up and talked to the folks over there at Jack Stack, and I have to tell you, it's some of the finest barbecue that I've ever had, and I think everybody here will attest to that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a big barbecue guy, uh, Andrew, so I, I said, you know what, I'll take a half piece of bread, throw some of the uh, the barbecue meat on and smother it in beans, and I didn't think, I was like, yeah, you know what, I'll, it'll still be all right, and it was actually really, really tasty. I, uh, I engulfed it. It's very good. Yeah, and if you good deal, um, good deal. and if you haven't had a chance to go to inboxradio.com, go there, and of course uh, you'll of course see a picture of our executive chef Andrew Taylor, and then uh, talk a little <laughs> about Fiorella's Jack Stack Barbecue, and uh, also a link there so you can actually go to that website and uh, check it out for yourself. So let's talk a little bit about when you prepared this, what you what you had in mind, and um, and how easy was the preparation of, of uh, this uh, segment of what's cooking. Andrew? Well, I, I tell you what, John, I, I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you that I didn't really earn my money today because all I did was literally open it up and heat it up and uh, serve the stuff right out of the packaging. And, and you know, I, e-commerce today makes a company like this, people across the planet are able to enjoy their offerings. And, I mean, it's phenomenal. I may have to find something I can, you know, ship out over the Internet, one of my own recipes. 
Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about what we had today and uh, and the preparation of that. We started, of course, we had uh, something I was not familiar with was the burnt ends, and they were they were phenomenal. Yeah, yes, they were, and and you know what? They season them and they cook them, and literally they come in a package and you take them out. And I actually heated these on the grill for a little bit, and uh, then added some of the uh, uh, Jack Stack sauce, and they have a couple of different sauces, a spicier one, and and uh, you know kind of the regular sauce, both of which were phenomenal. We followed that up with the chopped beef brisket on a, uh, put them on Kaiser rolls actually out here and uh, garnished them with some pickles and onions and they were phenomenal. And John, I have to tell you, my favorite was, was their hickory pit beans. They're, they're a sweeter bean and they're almost a meal in themselves. They come with some meat in them, shredded beef in them. They were phenomenal. Yeah, and and, and uh, click farther. I noticed those beans. I don't know if you noticed it, but normally the the beans have uh, the the hickory flavoring in a lot of beans has maybe kind of a little bit of a sour taste to it. But there was a really there was a nice bit of sweetness, almost a, a welcoming flavor in, in in the hickory pit beans. There, there really was. There, I thought uh, Andrew. I thought she had spiced it up because that's. Uh... Normally, what I'm guilty of, anytime I cook it, so I was like, oh my gosh, you add a bunch of butter and sugar and this and that to it. Because, I mean, I use sugar in everything, even pasta. I'll, I'll be guilty of throwing a little bit of uh, sugar in to sweeten it. Uh, but they were really, really sweet. They were excellent. Was, uh, we'll definitely be uh, ordering from these guys now. So, they, they yeah, thanks to uh, Ed Knowledge, you know, just getting the customer for these guys. Yeah, really. And, you know, the, the interesting thing about it is that barbecue sauce uh, is, you know, it was kind of one of those sauces that, you know, a lot of times when you'll taste a spicy barbecue sauce, uh, uh, Chef Andrew, it, it, hits the, it hits the back of your tongue immediately and you kind of get that stinging to it. This kind of just sort of snuck up on you and left you with kind of a real nice warm spicy feeling as opposed to that kick that kind of, kind of <laughs> you know, pokes your eyeballs out when you take a, take a spoonful of it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I tell you what, this is one of those that I'm going to, instead of even trying to knock off the recipe, I'll just order it straight from those guys because they got it right, right off the bat. Hey, listen, guys, I'm going to let you all go on the rest of this. i got to get back in the kitchen. Yeah, all right. Again, Executive Chef Andrew Taylor in this segment of What's Cooking. He's, of course, cooked it up here, and we're going to thank our, our, uh, the wonderful folks at Firo's Jack Steak Barbecue. You can go to the inboxradio.com, and uh, you can actually go to their website and uh, order a little bit for yourself. And, uh, of course, we want to thank the good folks at Ad Knowledge for, um, for uh, supplying that with us. Uh, coming up after the break, we are going to be chatting with Mike Fitzgerald. He's the COO of, of Ad Knowledge. And we're going to cover a couple of different topics with them, and, and one of them is, of course, we're going to talk about delivery and industry trends. We're also going to talk about uh, the relative magnitude of the growth. In other words, what do we think is going to take place um, as the year comes uh, in this industry? And, um, and, and Click Father, one of the things, and we've had a couple of debates, and I look forward to having this debate from time to time, and, and, and that's, you've got the you know, less filling tastes great, guys, and, and of course, that argument is between email and social marketing, so we're going to get into that a little bit as well, and, and of course, um, one of the things uh, click I want to I want to have a conversation with you about here in our third segment is we're going to talk about about keeping it real out there. Now, what's that segment going to be all about, Kevin? Uh, sorry, John, I actually dropped and just got back in. <laughs> what I was talking about is what don't, don't, don't know what happened there, but uh, to pick to pick up the uh, <laughs> we just wanted to really go over the real claims. You know, after the FTC put down their guidelines effective December second. In regards to what you can say as far as testimonials, and I'll tell you, John, I've seen some of the funniest infomercials now because 
being a marketer and understanding the business and then watching some of these, um, you know, I saw one last week for InventHelp, and it says, you know, well, John Fonda, you know, made it, got this kid's toy and made, you know, uh, several hundreds of thousands of dollars. He sold it to Hasbro. And then at the end of the commercial, it says, so call now. John, John Fondy's um, uh, experience is not typical. Normally, you'll lose money, you know, and, and normally your, your inventions go nowhere, something where it's just like, wow. Um, so it, it's, it's, really, um, it's really changed quite a bit. And I know, John, on your desk, you've got the article I brought you today in regards to even products now, um, you know, real bacon and food products even have to make some changes, which is very interesting. I brought you some examples in there. Um, you know, and, and from a marketing from a marketer standpoint, it's fun to watch all this and to see how you know how crafty uh, people can get. But we'll we'll talk more about it in the third segment. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm really excited to be chatting with Mike Fitzgerald. He's the COO of Ad Knowledge, and uh, first time we've had him on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, about uh, about barbecue and <laughs> talk a little bit about some of the things that are going on at Ad Knowledge. Again, uh, special thanks to uh, Executive Chef Andrew Taylor for for cooking up the Jack's Tag Barbecue. Again, I'm the Big Fat Boo. You're listening to the Inboxed Radio Show. We'll be right back right after these messages. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with local Pages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on Localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the godfathers of mass distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
and welcome back to the December 23rd edition of Inboxed Radio. Where else would you set it? I'm the big fabu, John Fondi, and of course with me is uh, Kevin DiVincenzi. He's better known as the Click Father, and this is, of course, one of our holiday shows. Wishing each and every one of you a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and a great, great New Year as we kind of ease into this new year. It uh, gives me great pleasure to welcome a gentleman to the show. Um, he's really the, one of the largest independent online ad networks. He helps thousands of pay-per-clip performance advertisers reach qualified audiences through a variety of channels. And all those channels include, well, the, the natural email, social web content. So we're about 10 years of te- experience in technology and marketing. And right now he's focused on using technology and, of course, uh, analytics to improve the performance of online advertisers. And, of course, we're talking about the COO of Ad Knowledge. Welcome to the show, Mike Fitzgerald. Mike, nice to have you today. Thanks, John. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you guys having us on. Well, absolutely. Hey, we have to thank you so much for the wonderful Christmas present. That was that was really thoughtful, and uh, and we 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 really kind of kind of took it maybe to the extreme, but we really we really appreciate you guys taking the time to think enough about us to send us such a wonderful and a very very unique uh, Christmas present. Thank you. Well, I'm glad that you guys uh, enjoyed the barbecue. It's one of one of the things that Kansas City probably does the best out of anything. So uh, glad you were able to have a, a good taste of it. Well, I think you know both of us being marketing guys and stuff like that. I mean, you really did tie it into into something that was was relevant geographically, but also I'm sure that you guys love barbecue as well. And you're you're kind of telling us, hey, this is this is this is what we like, and this is what we're gonna we like it well enough to share with our friends. And and that's what I took what got out of it when we opened up that present. Well, that's great. I mean, we're passionate about barbecue here. I think everybody has strong feelings about where their best barbecue joint is and, and all that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, it's unusual for an online marketing firm to be based in Kansas City. And I think uh, sending out barbecue is one, one way to kind of highlight that. Well, that was great. How did you guys come across uh, Jack Stack Barbecue? Or is it like, uh, is it a household name there in Kansas City? It's sort of a household name. I mean, they're right down the road from our office, and we spend uh, a, a lot of uh, money, uh, you know, in there over lunches. So uh, we've got a good relationship with the folks at Jack Stack. Well, that's that's great. And now you've extended that relationship to us out here in Las Vegas. And of course, Executive Chef uh, Andrew Taylor and I uh, came up with this new segment called "What's Cooking." We kind of tie that into the fact that we can have a little bit of fun. And one of the things that we we do here in the at the XY7 compound, uh, of course, every Wednesday is we actually cook up a specialty recipe, and we bring in marketers and clients and and advertisers, and we sit around a, a big table and we we have we break bread together. And one of the things. I've noticed, Mike, that it does is it really enables you to get a little bit closer to that respective vertical or that client that you have by sitting down and spending a little bit of quality time with it. And it seems to be, it seems to be working, working out well for us. And like you say, everybody, everybody loves barbecue. That's great. Uh, yeah, anytime you share a meal with somebody, I think you can, uh, you can get a little bit deeper in terms of topics than, uh, than you would otherwise. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, you know, we are literally... Uh, just a few days away from from the start of a brand new year, 2010, and um, and so you know maybe we can talk about a little bit about what you're anticipating as industry growth, uh, how how things are going to be affecting affecting you guys um, there at Ad Knowledge as well. Sure. So, uh, so 2009 was was a great year for us, and I think for for a lot of folks in the industry in general, uh, you know, it's nice to be in in a part of the industry that was somewhat insulated from from a lot of the uh, problems in the broader economy. 
Uh, you know, I think a lot of uh, what we saw in 2009 will continue into 2010, which is really a big shift in um, in ad dollars moving away from traditional forms of advertising like broadcast and newspaper and into online areas. And whether that's email or search or social, um, you know, we're seeing a big uptick in, in the amount of spend that advertisers are bringing to the online world. And that's really a function of how measurable it is and, and how easy it is to justify that that kind of spending, even in a tight economy, when when the ROI from from that kind of activity is uh, so easy to prove, so we really view uh, you know 2010 as a big growth year for for us and the industry as a whole. Well, yeah, and, and I do a lot on the traditional side as well. And one of the things I think that the industry, uh, our industry, has has done uh, for the traditional side is they're 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 forcing through the advertisers. They're forcing uh, the traditional. Uh, advertising mediums to be a little bit more accountable in terms of of quantifying and qualifying and uh, and giving out those numbers and so I think that that one of the things that we're doing is we're changing the entire way that we look at the industry and a lot of that stuff is coming out in your traditional rags like like your advertising age and your brand week and ad week and and, and those types of magazines so I, I think we're going to see even more changes coming up in the next decade. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, the fact that that the methodologies that are being developed, you know, including things like uh, split testing and analytics and and the kinds of targeting um, that can be achieved online are really influencing not just the online, uh, you know, segment of the market, but expanding uh, into the traditional areas. It's an interesting uh, phenomenon. Well, let's uh, bring our, our, our... Or listeners up. We've got listeners from all over the world. Let's bring up the speed a little bit on your company, and then and and at the end of that, talk about how that relationship uh, plays into working with xy7.com as well. Sure. So, uh, so Ad Knowledge is uh, is an online ad network. Uh, we really uh, collect our revenue from advertisers who pay us on a on a price per click basis, uh, and have really structured the network uh, to make it easy for advertisers that are doing search engine marketing, uh, you know, with companies like Google and Yahoo, to work with us and take really the same model that they're used to, but get into uh, areas of online marketing beyond just search. Um, so we take search like ads and put them into email and into uh, you know big presence in social networking and virtual currency and um, you know display networking uh, and web content and uh, domain monetization. So you know, really the focus is in taking advertisers and getting them in front of consumers uh, beyond just search, um, but allowing them to to pay on a price per click basis and compete in an auction for that traffic uh, in the same kind of way that they're used to with with SEM. Uh, so one of the big segments of our business is is an affiliate network, and um, you know in that in that model we allow um, affiliates to you know download email creative or uh, you know a variety of other uh, types of implementations and uh, and, and execute uh, you know the distribution of those ads to their own uh, user base or to do you know arbitrage in in, in various different ways, and so um, you know that's I think you know the primary. Area that we're that we're working with uh, XY7 and, and why we see a, a potential great partnership down down the road is uh, you know the strength of, of your affiliate community uh, is a great uh, you know partnership for us. Well, good. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And we, we feel the same way as well. And of course, hey, you know, Bradby works great. So keep the barbecue uh, letters uh, cards coming as well. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. 
Hey, let's let's go into the big controversies. I led into it before. You know, the less filling Tate's great. We've got people literally on both sides of the fence that are screaming email, 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 and we've got people screaming social, social, social. Um, you know, you're you're you know, as you just said, you're a big emailer as well. Give me give me a little bit of what your thoughts are on that. And uh, do we, are we going is is one going to affect the other in, in the next decade? Yeah, I mean, I think people have been saying email is dead uh, since it kind of came out. Uh, people said that with instant messaging. People are saying that with uh, the adoption of, of social and, and you know, the popularity of things like Facebook. And I think the reality is that email is going to be around for a very, very long time. Uh, but it certainly is being uh, influenced by some of the things that are happening on the social side. Uh, and and to the extent that, uh, that advertisers can leverage um, email to help foster some of those social interactions, I think there are great synergies between the two. And, you know, some simple examples, uh, you know, a lot of brands today are trying to get uh, people to, to create fan pages uh, or, or follow them on Twitter. And to the extent that you can uh, use an email to facilitate that kind of interaction, there's real value that the advertisers see in that. Um, so, you know, there's a, uh, the whole idea of including the share with your network um, you know, social links at the bottom of an email for a particular advertiser is one that, that we see a lot of interest in. Um, but really, I think, you know, email will continue to be a, a very robust and popular medium for communication. I don't see social uh, supplanting that at all. And I think email marketing uh, will continue to grow uh, as an industry and, and you don't really see any uh, future declines in email projected as a result of growth in social. Uh, Click Father Kevin DiGiunchenzi, the CEO of XY7.com. Any comments on on what we just talked about here with Mike Fitzgerald, the COO of Ad Knowledge? A lot of correlation between the two, actually, and them working hand in hand. Um, Without without saying too much, I've I've worked with companies that are now, you know, email companies that are taking social data and appending it uh, to their email list and making very targeted lists. Um, so I actually see them working hand in hand as opposed to uh, you know one outdoing the other one. It's just it's you know smart marketers will uh, get driven down on the results as best they can before launching a campaign. So I uh, I see a lot more of people that are doing both. You know, I'm getting publishers that are now media buyers along with also being email marketers and and uh, merging the two in their business models. So um, I'm, I'm seeing them grow hand in hand, which is great. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. There's companies out there like uh, Rapleaf and, and others, um, you know, that that really are social insight companies, and can allow you to append a tremendous amount of data to your email uh, list and say, hey, here's here are some interesting things about about the users that make up your email database that that you can leverage uh, to better target offers to those users or better segment that user base. Uh, so, so that's a, definitely a benefit that we're seeing uh, from the growth of, of social networks. And Kevin, you've said oftentimes in using uh, using or jumping into a social campaign that you're going to be able to derive out of that some information that would really improve the uh, the results of your email campaign. So it sounds to me like a lot of these programs are working hand in hand if you use them correctly. No, definitely. You know, on next week's show, John, I'm going to I'm going to talk about the uh, you know the the best uh, the best enhancements we've seen in the past decade in regards to technology, but also about what's coming in 2010, and I can tell you one thing is retargeting. I mean, retargeting is going to be a very hot topic now um, overall on display buys, but also even on, on email drops where people are figuring out how to, uh, how to track their users, and I'm not talking about spyware, 
uh, but have to track their users and be able to show them relevant ads and, and drop emails at the, at the right times to get the, uh, the optimal results. Well, I think talking about optimal yeah. results uh, as well, uh, and I'm sorry, did I, I think cut Mike you off, had a, Mike? Mike had a comment, John. Well, I was just going to add that I, I think retar- I totally agree with the comment around retargeting and how valuable it is, and I think it's really just a reflection of how valuable behavioral uh, targeting and segmentation can be in general. When you know that, that a consumer has reacted in a positive way to a particular you know, category of offer, uh, to be able to leverage that data to deliver them a more targeted offer in the future has a tremendous, tremendous impact on response rates and monetization rates. Well, great. Um, you know, be- before you mentioned uh, uh, talking about, you know, testing and analytics and, you know, A-B testing, and let- let's go ahead and dwell into that. Maybe a little uh, A-B test 101 for the people that just join us, and then also maybe a little, uh, you know, pull a little, little chicken off that bone for the guys that are seasoned a little bit. Sure. So I, I think uh, A-B testing is, is critical when it comes to email marketing. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that, that you're really trying to tease apart when you're A-B testing. But, uh, you know, the difference uh, that a subtle change to a creative can make in terms of overall response rates is surprising and surprisingly large. And we've seen uh, you know, differences in just the wording of a call to action button, you know, the difference between click here and buy now or find out more information. You know, if you, if you A-B test just those three differences of the text on your button, you will see dramatic impacts uh, in terms of the click-through rate and conversion rate on the offers. And uh, so it's important that you're doing those kinds of things uh, to measure, you know, what's working and, and continually do them. Uh, you know, we have a lot of affiliates that we work with who are continually running A-B tests. And, and the ones that are the most effective are the ones that just run more and more and more. But I think in terms of what are you trying to achieve, uh, you know, there, there are a number of things to be cognizant of. One is uh, users will react differently to different subject lines, different call to actions, different graphical images. But there's also a deliverability component that kind of ties into creative A-B testing and and. You know, you have to understand that uh, including the word free in the subject line will work fine and increase response rates at some ISPs, but actually create spam filtering issues at other ISPs. So really, when you're, when you're doing A-B testing, to the extent that you can uh, test and optimize uh, for a specific domain or for a specific segment of your list, uh, and that sort of gets back to the behavioral segmentation comment, um, you know, if you can segment the list by, by gender or by geography um, and, and optimize uh, campaigns according to that segment, you'll really see a lot, of, a, a lot of lift. And there are times when it will double, triple, quadruple the performance of an overall campaign. Campaign. So, really critical to to sort of tap into that um, that approach if you're not doing it today. On the line with us right now is Bennett Kelly of the Internet Law Center. And Bennett, uh, from the legal standpoint of that, any any uh, input on? on what Mike just had to say. Well, obviously, um, you know, there was a lot of activity by the FTC the last couple of years, as well as the Florida Attorney General, um, in dealing with um, promotions involving the use of the word free. And the bottom line is, if you use the word free, um, it better be free. And um, a lot of people um, learned that lesson the hard way, and um, hopefully there's a little more clarity about that now. And I would add that I think it's important to be cognizant of 
uh, of regulations and best practices when when you are taking creative control in any area. Uh, and and I think you know the free example is is certainly a good one and, and one that I think most of your listeners are probably familiar with. But there but there are a lot of subtleties as you go from industry to industry. Uh, and an example is you know if you're if you're promoting uh, an offer for LASIK surgery, uh, you know you can't imply that. Uh, post-surgery, um, the consumer is not going to require glasses. So we had an example where we had to um, you know, take, take down a campaign that uh, showed the user uh, throwing away their glasses. Um, and I think it's just important to recognize that there are, uh, there are different requirements uh, depending on the industries that you're in, and it's very critical to be uh, up on the latest in terms of compliance and, and to make sure that you're, that you're doing yeah, these that's things a very good in tandem with an expert um, in the field. One, one industry, actually, that um, might get focused on, I think, in the next couple of years is what is known as the cosmeceutical industry. Um, if you're not... Um, if you're not a drug, you obviously you don't have to get FDA approval. But if you're a cosmetic and you claim that you have the capability of um, change, making certain permanent changes, then you're, you're, you're basically under FDA law arguing that you're a drug. And so to do make those claims, then you have to get FDA approval. And so it's kind of a, a catch-22. And there are a lot of people, um, a lot of companies that are kind of straddling that fence, um, trying to, especially even some of the... Um, the um, the creams that you know, in terms of you know de- dealing with uh, aging creams and other anti-aging products and the hair loss products, and you're seeing um, a little bit of straddling on the, on the fence. And you know, the question is, is at what point will the FDA start coming down, and um, or the FTC and demand um, a little more stricter compliance there? Well, good. I, I think I think that's true, and I, we kind of got the uh, from both ends of, of the. Uh, of the spectrum here, um, talking about moving forward, and uh, and you know one of the things, Mike, I don't know if you were on the show, but Kevin and I were talking about how we saw, you know, such an such an increase in e-commerce taking place, and uh, and you know Black Friday wasn't uh, you know wasn't as good as it was, and we saw Cyber Monday you know taking off. We also saw kind of a second drill of uh, of Cyber Monday coming through, and we saw such poor retail shopping. Uh, taking place uh, this weekend, many in part because of the of the of the the bad weather and stuff. So uh, probably he's going to see some increases in that as we as we get into 2010, all over the board, not just holiday. Yeah, and I think uh, you know the comment that uh, that you guys made earlier around uh, what works well in January was also spot on. I think January is a good time for people to hit their New Year's resolutions. So education is huge, diet is huge, biz op is huge. Uh, and the other thing uh, that that may not be as, as obvious is that uh, insurance is big uh, in both January and, and June because there tend to be six month renewal cycles on that. Uh, but but January is traditionally uh, you know a great uh, a great time of the year for lead generation in, in terms of online marketing. And so, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, uh, to a good month. Yeah, and I know this might be kind of a hardball. I'm sorry, Kevin, were you going to jump in? Sorry, John. I was just going to ask, uh, in, um, in BizOp, since the uh, new regulations have taken place, have you made any changes in regards to what advertisers you do accept on uh, the ad knowledge system? And the same thing, uh, the same question I'm going to pose to you for, uh, for diet products. 
because, I mean, a lot of companies, including ourselves, got rid of most continuity uh, clients just until, uh, you know, we're really able to sit down and assess and have, uh, you know, Mr. Ben and Kelly give us a professional assessment of, of what, where the market's headed. Um, because from, from what I've read and from what I've uh, heard from people, I mean, there could be a blog up there that's three years old with testimonials that each one must be substantiated if not you're in violation. So, I mean, it's a, it's a very scary time in those markets. So is that something that you've steered away of as well, or is it something that you guys are still handling just uh, in, a, in a different manner? Yeah, in fact, we've steered away from, from those kinds of, uh, of advertisers and offers uh, for, for a long time, and, and, you know, in particular because we, uh, you know, are concerned about future legislation and, and just sort of the consumer experience with, with a lot of those offers. So we're not doing any uh, acai berry or continuity-style offers. We're not doing any of those uh, types of biz-off offers that are really focused on uh, advertorial or testimonial-style um, style solutions. I mean, our advertiser base as a network is really really taking those classic search advertisers and, and bringing them outside of search. Um, so we're dealing with, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, travel companies, a lot of uh, education companies, a lot of financial companies, uh, and, and really have not been focused on uh, on the continuity space. But I think uh, we're watching the developments in that space pretty closely, and I think it will be interesting to see how that evolves. I, I certainly think that uh, that with the new regulations and, and sort of future uh, requirements as, as they come through, that there will be a big change in the advertising mix in the space because there's certainly a lot of advertisers out there today uh, that are not doing things uh, in an appropriate way. Yeah, well, that's, that's great stuff. Again, we're talking with Mike Fitzgerald, and he's the COO of Ad Knowledge. And Mike, I want to thank you again for the for the wonderful Christmas present. Wish wish a blessed holiday to, to you and your family and the entire Ad Knowledge family, and, and a great and fun Happy New Year. Mike, hope you'll come back and visit with us again in 2010. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays, and it was a pleasure to be here. Okay, and again, of course, can't thank you enough for that Jack Stack barbecue we're making, making, making mincemeat of it here, of course, in the XY7 commentary. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, the Click Father and I are going to talk a little bit about, uh, about brands that are keeping it real, talk a little bit about a Christmas uh, special that we have coming up and also a special event that's open to media buyers. And this is, of course, when the Inbox Radio Show returns. I'm the Big Fabu. We'll be right back. Stay with us, won't you? Time to flood some more inboxes. Inbox will return after this. XY7 in the is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum 
exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company. The card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lytle. L-I-T-L-E dot com. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. These are all yours, by the way. Hey, thank you so much for giving that to me. So, hey, again, everybody, listen to the Inbox Radio Show. This is the Big Fabu. John Fondy wishing a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and a great, great New Year to everyone listening. And, of course, this is our third and final segment here. And, of course, I uh, want to uh, point out the fact that, as we were talking before, we still have the line on the line with us, Bennett Kelly of the Internet Law Center, and, of course, the click father, Kevin DiVincenzi. And, Bennett, uh, you know, one of the things that Mike touched on was uh, Mike and Kevin both about continuity and uh you know, you, you actually have have some people in the Department of Justice that you've had conversations with. So give us a down on what you found out. Yeah, I mean, one of the, um, you know, I started my career in Washington, and a lot of the people I started my career with have since gone into government, particularly the DOJ and the FTC. And um, so sometimes they're a good source of information. And um, I was talking to one of them recently who said that um, in terms of enforcement on the civil um, fraud side, that they are going to um, be focusing on continuity programs. They see that as a very good model for um, enforcement of you know, consumer fraud. They see that as something that's a priority. Well, thank you so much. Stick around for just a little bit. We're going to come back with another topic, of course. Always exciting, of course, uh, is uh, the fact that we have Sydney with us. Sydney, uh, you're, you're checking in with us from where today? Um, I'm in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> What's going, what's going on up there, and, and, uh, and uh, how are those Broncos doing for you? Oh, don't get me started on my You mean Broncos. the ones you ride, or the, uh, the Denver so well. ones that play football, John? Well, you no, know, yeah, the football ones. I mean, well, the ones she rides probably show more life lately. <laughs> I mean, they started out so great, it seems like they just... <laughs> they started out so great, it seems like they just fell off of the map. Oh, I know, I know. They're playing it too safe. They're playing it too safe. Our coach, McDaniels, is not letting us do what we need to do on offense. It's really starting to drive me nuts. I cannot believe we lost that last game by one point. It was terrible. No. (laughs) Well, speaking of playing it safe, something that you don't do, what have you ridden lately? (laughs) Um, A sleigh. That's what I've ridden lately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey, how's our little mascot? What do you got him dressed up in today? 
Oh, he's doing well. He's dressed up in a scarf and boots because of all the snow that's been coming down since last night. So he's trying to keep nice and warm. Hey, well, I want you to keep sending me those pictures of his outfits. So I want to have put him up on the on next week's show in one of his outfits. So I know that you dressed him up for the toy drive, and he looked great and really represented XY7 in 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 the finest of lights. He did, and he even left a, a present when he came back to the me, office. I'm sorry, uh, Sydney, say that again, please. I said, you're going to make my dog hate me. He doesn't like getting dressed up too much. Yeah, remember, John, after the toy drive, he came back in the office and left us a present right away to show how much he hated his outfit. (laughs) Well, he was in such a Christmas mood, and he he left that little gift wrap delight right in front of your door. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just like at Tom Riccio's house, it took about an hour to get that off your shoe. Exactly, exactly. Actually, we're going to actually package it and send it. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Sid, what's oh, going on? Any, any great offers coming up here for that people need to get in on the, on the before the end of the year? Um, yes, actually, we have a good mate one offer. Um, actually, three different ones of them. And since the new year is coming up, and a lot of times people have the resolutions of finding their loved one or. Whatever it is that they're looking for, that's a really great offer. Plus, Valentine's Day is only literally two months away, so you should really start looking into some of these um, dating offers that we have going. So check out Mate One. And Sid, those are primarily for email? Those are email and social, correct? Um, There's one for social, there's one for banner and search, and one for email. Excellent. Very good. All right. Hey. Uh, switching over now, and this is kind of something we could all kind of chime in. Uh, Kevin, uh, in a recent Advertising Age article, they talked uh, about the, the headline brands continue to keep it real, but for how long? You know, uh, what they right. basically say is there's obviously ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Or what the food marketers are looking at to stand out is, of course, in this mass produced herd, they're saying that their products are real. What are we going to see that's going to be a little bit different from people that are drinking real caribou, dogs eating real alpu, and real sandwiches having uh, having real mayonnaise on them? What's your thought on that? Well, I think they just have to be, they're, they're again, recreating and being uh, crafty about the way that they present their items. So it's just, uh, it's just marketers having to recreate themselves. And I mean, you know, um, Unfortunately, I mean, I really wish we were in an industry where we could just self-regulate and, you know, we keep on joining groups and trying to uh, form new ones. As a matter of fact, there'll be another new group that we'll be announcing next week that uh, I've been text messaging the whole time I'm on the radio show um, that we're looking to, uh, to work with. Um, it, it's just, uh, you know, you have to know that, that there's a fine line, and if you cross that fine line, then obviously uh, you know, you're doing something wrong. So a smart marketer will figure out how not to cross that fine line and how to present a product that actually travels all the way down in regards to quality. Um, you know, the education space is a great example. I mean, it's very easy to put out an ad and tell people that they can be a cop in a couple months and blah, 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 and get them to fill out a lead. <laughs> but at that point, how good is the lead? Um, and understanding that and understanding what, what quality truly is um, is what I think a lot of these marketers have to understand. So it's not just about getting a lead and tricking somebody. And I think that's the problem that people have with the uh, continuity problem, programs as well is it's trickery. And you know, get a free trial and, uh, you know, and, and really small, um, small writing, if, if any, is a disclaimer that they're going to be billed, you know, $79.95 a month. Or, you know, sometimes they're doing a forced upsell, which is they're, they're opting into a second product as well without asking the, the uh, person for their, for their consent or auto-checking a box or what have you. So, I mean, a lot of that needs to be cleaned up anyway. So, you know, I, I hate to say we welcome regulation, but we definitely want to, you know, clean up the industry as best possible. 
Hey, Bennett, uh, in, in terms of keeping it real and, and these companies that are advertising their real products, I mean, um, you know, what's the criteria for determining whether, whether it is or it isn't real? Well, one thing you can look at that's actually objective, and you don't even need a lawyer for, although I kind of shouldn't be saying this, but no, it's seriously, though, is <laughs> you, can, you can look at what people's response are. And for example, well, one thing that got the Senate Commerce Committee upset over the um, post-transaction offers was the fact that um, they had a, such a high drop-off rate. I mean, it was close to 80% dropped off within the first month that it was clear that um, these people didn't intend to be um, sign up for these offers. And so when you have a certain um, – um, when, when people are responding in a certain way to your offers in a way that should – should give you a message one way or the other, either that you know they're being fooled or you know, they're not fully understanding. Um, then you should reevaluate your ad and try to tailor it. Because um, the bottom line, it goes down to the grandmother test. You, you know, if you would your grandmother um, understand it, would, would she be fooled? And if if, if so, then you, you should correct it. Well, well great. I I've noticed one thing, and you guys might want to look at this now. Being a television producer for so long, one of the things that we're starting to see a lot of in a lot of the the commercials, the uh, there's a little disclaimer underneath the actor that says uh, "paid actor giving testimonial." Um, was that something that has recently come out, Kevin? That uh, that that you've seen, or even or even you, Bennett, uh, that we're starting to, to see more of because of that. And the case may the case is, I mean, doesn't that kind of you know really dilute the testimonial? Well, I think that's the that's the intent. Um, the intent is if if the actor is is using his name behind a product to suggest that. Um, he uses the product, then that's fine if, as long as he uses it. But if he's no, only no. behind, right? But if he's only doing it because he's a paid endorser, the consumer should be able to should know that. And yeah, so these are just these are just regular schmo actors like myself right. that, that are on there. Not even a celebrity that that they're putting that disclaimer underneath them. Well, John, you're a celebrity. <laughs> My own shower. <laughs> Oh, anyway, right, I'm not touching. Hey, Kevin, any, any last-minute thoughts on, on brands continuing to keep it real? No, I, I think, uh, like I said, from a marketer standpoint, I think it's a lot of fun just uh, to be able to, to watch the different angles that these guys have to, uh, to come up with to make it work. Um, it, it's, you know, it's an ever-changing market. You have to just keep on adapting and, uh, and figuring out how to get your product presented uh, legally, ethically, and at the same time, uh, you know, to be able to turn an ROI, which, you know, can be done. It's not... Uh, Maybe ROI won't be 400%, but, uh, you know, it'll be uh, a long-term. You know, one of the things that we always preach here is not, you know, making money. We're not a fly-by-night. We don't want to make money quickly that, A, you, you could get sued and lose it all, and, B, um, there's, there's no uh, substance to making money and then stopping. I'd much rather make money consistently day in and day out, and I think that that uh, should be the marketing plan for anybody is how can I scale something and start uh, making it consistently each and every day. So, I mean, that's, the, uh, that's, that's my, uh, my closing thoughts. Well, Kevin, we had a great year. We were able to uh, to put together, um, you know, twenty three thousand eight hundred dollars worth of toys for the for Chad Buchanan's uh, KLUC toy drive, and it was great to, to be a part of that. Thank you, thank you for letting me be a part of that, uh, and and thanks for being such a great contributor. Absolutely, my, my pleasure, and uh, look forward to uh, helping you out with every other uh, 
different uh, char- charity that we get involved with this year. I know Christmas Day is a big day for us, and then uh, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll keep ourselves busy in the coming months as well. Yeah, the Christmas Day event is really great. Uh, we are uh, we are actually going to feed uh, the foster care provider families here in Las Vegas. Uh, we've teamed up with Brendan Theaters and also the Palms Hotel, and we're basically taking oh probably out uh, somewhere in the area about 150 people, Kevin. And this is the the foster care parents and their foster children. But you may not know this, but uh, most of the times the the natural children uh, of the parents don't get to participate in these events, and we're we're putting it out uh, for the entire family. So they're going to come down. Oh, really? And, uh, we're oh, that's gonna... awesome. Yeah, we we found that out through our research through our Stars Among the Angels Foundation that uh, that the little kids, the natural kids, don't understand why they don't get toys and presents and and goodies and stuff like that. And so we wanted to make it a, a nice event for for the entire family. So we're going to be doing that at four thirty on on Christmas Day. That's awesome. And the great thing about it is no, we're going to thank gonna, you for everything you do and thank you for a, a great great year. And uh, I will speak to you uh, after uh, the Christmas holiday. Yep, absolutely. I want you to have a great time. And so we'll give these kids dinner, and then we're going to take them to the movies, give them popcorn and a Coke, and, and uh, Santa's going to come to bring them toys. And, Kevin, thanks so much for supporting me on this project. Absolutely, John. My pleasure. Yeah. And, of course, I uh, want, want to thank you, Bennett. Uh, yeah, you've become a, a great friend over the years and stuff, and thanks for your contribution. What, what kind of plans do you have for the holidays? We're going to lay low for um, Christmas, but we're, we're still contemplating a, a quick getaway for New Year's. I haven't really decided yet. Oh, great. But um, we're looking forward to a, a successful New Year with them working with you guys again. And it's been a pleasure being on the show. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks you know, so my, my, my goal with you, Bennett, this year is to, get, is to get legal bills that I can fit under my doorway instead of laying them up against the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just type smaller, Bennett. All right, I'll do my best. Yeah, exactly. Bennett, the only guy go. that I know that will bring lunch to the office for free and charge you three hundred eighty dollars an hour to eat it. I give you a discount. Everything you do. Yeah. In, all, in all seriousness, we appreciate everything you do, and thank you. Oh. We we do. Hey, and Brasco, uh, to all the props going out to. To you and and um, and everybody at Webmaster Radio for for supporting us as well too. Thank you. <laughs> that sounded like a friendly Scrooge. And speaking of, <laughs> and speaking of friendly Scrooges, uh, one more show uh, for 2009. Of course, that'll be our New Year's show, which will be next Wednesday. And a reminder that that show is done live. Uh, if you're listening to this on a uh, on a playback, of course, you can always go to inboxtoradio.com. You can uh, go to the archive and listen to any of the great shows. And of course, our live show is at, at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that's also 5 p.m. on Pacific Standard Time. And uh, got some great surprises coming up for us next week and I want to thank of course Chef Andrew Taylor for preparing a wonderful wonderful meal of barbecue that was provided well, to us Andrew. by Jack Stack Barbecue and uh, remember on our website inboxradio.com you can uh, there's a direct link to Jack Stack get yourself a little Christmas barbecue and get ready for the brand there new year and of course we got some uh, some great food in store coming up for uh, our last show of the year and, uh, and again thanks going out to Andrew Taylor for being there well Kevin hey we wrapped up one more show uh, we've. Uh, I wish you and your family the the happiest of holidays, and I look forward Thank to. Thank you. Same to, to you, John. Put- Same to you, Andrew. Everybody at Webmaster Radio. Merry Christmas to everybody. 
Hey, this Merry is Christmas. the Big Fat Boot. Thank you so much, the Big Fat Boot. John Fondy saying this has been another edition of InboxRadio.com. Where else would you send it? Well, I'll tell you, we'll be right there. Same place, same bad channel next week. Again, I'm John Fondy saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you from all of us. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Tiny Tim.